Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. There's no business like show business. Oh, and away we go. Deep breath. <sighs> Cleansing breath. Are we ready? Broccoli. Hello again, and welcome to the Arts and Business of Community Theater, also known as the Monroe Community Players Podcast, featuring the Green Room Groupies. I'm your de facto host, David Warren, looking around the green room. I see my lovely and talented co-host, the original terrific trio of the uh, broadcast. Brian Burchett Ross. Robert Yeoman. Yes, I know. I'm stealing that from uh, Bob and Tom's show <laughs> in the mornings. He always talks about how attractive and talented his co-hosts are. Oh, so you didn't mean it. Oh. So is this a oh. joke to you? <laughs> of course I'm we're just, we're, just, we're out. Are, are, we funny? are we funny to you for some reason? <laughs> I called you the terrific trio. What, you know, well, that's very true. That's, that's oh, true. That's true. Tom, terrific. Um, but fear not. Uh, <laughs> the other groupies will be returning shortly. Uh, Ron is in particular is on assignment. Uh, but um, And uh, Carolyn DeVoe hopefully will join us again in the future. But not necessarily all at the same time. <laughs> But not necessarily not either. At the same time. Ooh, you don't know what surprises we have yes. ahead of us. We don't know what surprises we have. We, we don't know what's happening from week to week. Minute to minute. Minute to minute, to moment week. to moment. Um, as usual, of course, we talk about the art and business of theater, as we mentioned. Um, and so some of the things that we're talking about, this, today's topic is... Uh, and I'm sorry, we just recorded another one of these, so we got to kind of wind ourselves down from that exciting episode, which when you get to it, will probably be before you get to this one. So it's a nice call back to what, what a wonderful time we had then. <laughs> I remember it well. I remember it well. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> um, one of the things that kind of came to me is I can't remember where I was, what I was watching. And I think actually was listening to another podcast. Um, um, and actually, uh, there's a podcast I referenced back in episode 25, if you can remember that far back. Um, the uh, amazing, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. And it's a shame I didn't discover this while he was alive. Um, I think he agrees with you. Because it's really, <laughs> really quite fascinating. Though, if you're listening to it and you want to check that out, be aware it is not family-friendly. It can get downright offensive. Um, but there are gems hidden within it, and some of it they were talking about with some of the acting and the directing and, and what, what it takes to be an actor and the opinions of several of his guests and what it takes to be a director. And that kind of led me to thinking, it's like, yeah, you know, the same thing as this. They're talking, of course, more Hollywood with movies and film and TV, but I think the same thing is true in theater. So often we will see people on stage who may be brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they're wonderful actors. Everybody loves them. They always do a good job. So they say, well, gee, I want to direct now. And then they direct something, and it is horrible. Not going to mention any names. Um, and vice versa, you might find someone who's very good. <laughs> Bob thinks I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going back and forth looking at both of you. Like... <laughs> I'm not. No one in this room. No one. But 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 sometimes you, you'll see that is that they have trouble putting a show together um, when when they're directing. And conversely, I got to believe the same thing. I know there are people who are very competent directors, but you put them on stage, and it's like they've never seen a theatrical production in their lives when they're trying to act, or vice versa. So that led me to thinking it's like when they're talking about the differences in acting, of course. Um, and this may have been Ken Berry or, or, or somebody, but this is, acting is ultimately a solitary endeavor. No matter what you do, it is you on that stage working with others, but it's up to you to figure out that character. Mm. It is you who's out there, and it's you who ultimately are judged. And a lot of the time prepping for character, you can do alone. A director has a different personality type. That's a person who likes to pull things together to work with teams, who's organized in a different way to make sure that things happen at, according to a schedule, mm -hmm. and is able to look at a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Actors tend to focus on me, my part. Here's what I do. Here's how I fit into this. Whereas a director has to say, here's how you fit into this grander picture mm -hmm. scheme and so 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 directing is more we, we, we talk about theater being a collaborative art mm -hmm. directing is where that collaboration comes completely together and 
I think it takes a different personality type. And maybe when we, we when we talk about skills needed for these roles, which we have done many times in the past, I don't think we've ever talked about, are you even suited to be a director? Um, I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out what originally drove me to want to be a director, um, which some would say it is probably the stronger of my of my uh, strengths as opposed to being an actor. Others will say, just get off the stage <laughs> <laughs> or you get get back on the stage where you belong. <laughs> Take uh, two we, steps we need, to the left. Yeah, we, we need another policeman number three. That's you, David. <laughs> no one does policeman number three like you. Um, Brown suit or blue suit? Well, what really hurt in that play is there were no policeman one or two. <laughs> I, I was just policeman number three. <laughs> Don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> um, so, so wow. Thoughts. <laughs> that's that's the point. That's the discussion point, guys. Thoughts. Any? I like pancakes. <sighs> okay, then. Well, I think we're about out of time for this episode. <laughs> Better than what I thought he was going to like. Oh, my God, Becky. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me either. Uh, what was the question again? Um, what, what can you hack it as a director? Well, would, is there different? Are there personalities are there different better personalities? suited for one or the other? But then, why do you have so many actors wanting to be directors? And I think it all boils down to: I want control. I want the money. Well, I'm talking community theater. Yeah, so, community well, there's theater. No money. So, so there's let's no take money. let's take money out of the equation. Yeah, yep. no money, money equals prestige. Although, in the group. if you're a community well, theater with money, group, I think it's true. I think there's a difference between directing a performance of On Golden Pond versus Mr. Squiggly Goes to the Market. They're both directors of shows, but they are totally. Weighted much differently. Well, I'm not oh, familiar with Mr. Squiggly Goes <laughs> to the Market. <laughs> it was a thing written off, by off, Alan off, Alda. Off. Is it? Was it really? <laughs> I, I, wait, Have I you don't know. known me Have for I, about 20 I know, minutes? I know. Every once in a while, Bobby, get me. I'm just like, I it don't know. It lost out to Piggly road. Wiggly Part 2. Uh, that one. Okay. Lovers that was Part a, 2. Are <laughs> there anymore? No more, no more lovers. No winners, no losers. Um, but winners? no, I, I think there are a lot of actors who want to be directors, and frankly, a lot of directors who want to be actors. I, I agree with you there. But I'm, I'm, going to, I'm just suggesting that you need to be, you're going to be more successful as a director if you have a certain personality type. And that's not necessarily a controlling personality. Mm, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think that's got to be at least two parts of the monster. Two parts. Yes, I think it depends on, and that we have talked about this um, in, in a past uh, episode, probably fourteen. That um, as a, a director, the best directors, no matter, I would think what their personality type is have got to be passionate about what they're directing. Yes. To, to really, to be a good director, you've got to sit down and, and, and look at what, you know, find the script you want to direct and say. Not that great directors can't be handed a script and said, here, direct this for us and do an amazing job. They can, but I do think uh, the best directors is when they fall in love with the script. and They and have to have a passion for it. They have to have a passion for it. Is it a passion or is it a vision? Yes. I think, I'll go with the yes. Yeah. Yeah. As a so, passion, as a so to my point earlier, personality types, I think I can make an argument that a director has to be more imaginative and capable of seeing the outcome than an actor. Oh, definitely. Oh, Because oh, yeah. an actor has to imagine their own, again, one single aspect of the entire production. A director has to say, here's how the whole thing's going to pitch fit together from beginning to end mm-hmm. you know not unlike the playwright mm-hmm. and here's how i'm going to make this vision of you know the playwright basically puts the words down on the paper the director is the one who says here's how we're going to make it look and here's how we're going to fulfill that playwright's vision uh, but again i think i think inherently a director has to be more collaborative of nature than a actor you can have great actors who are 
not good to work with, just totally won't work. But if you're going to have, be a great director, you have to be able to work with everybody. Or at least have a good publicity person to clean up the messes mm-hmm. that they well, leave be, in. Because you will, you will not direct very quick. If you don't work with everybody, you will not direct very much at all. Right, right. I mean, I've seen shows almost, you know, shows come together because of good directors, but I've watched shows barely scrape by because of bad directors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen really good directors still have a show that barely scrapes by? Well, if... And then what if, if you have, if, not you, I just mean if you have, what happened there? Where, where, what was, where was the disconnect in that? Well, again, the, I think ultimately it's a failure of a director not being able to pull everybody together in a collaborative way. But a, and again, a director can't be afraid to making hard decisions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked before in the past, you know, where where uh, uh, I'll use our production of Mary Poppins. Scene changes just weren't happening. It wasn't because of anything the 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 crew was doing. It was because the scenes, the sets were just too much. Right. And I, as a director, had to say, okay, we can't do this. I know we put a lot of work into this, but we don't need both these beds in this scene. Get them out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll make do with just the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. As an example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because cause you couldn't have a four hour show. Now, do you think there are great, do you think there are good actors out there that, and I do believe there are good actors that can also be good directors? I think Kenneth Branagh is one of them. Um, not that he's a hit every time, but I think he's competent in both. But I, I think a really good actor are the actors who can look at a script and say, okay, this is my part, this is what I have to do to make my part, and then by the time they get to the end go, oh, I see. I see now where my my part, where it works into the bigger scheme of things. I think that, you know, I think there are actors that can do that. I think I've seen a lot of actors that could care less how they fit in. They just want to worry about their part, but... But I think good actors can. Everybody's looking. Am I, am I wrong? Am I going off? Well, no. But that goes back fine, to my fine. original premise: is that it is possible to be a good actor without ever worrying about how you fit in. You just worry about what you're doing, mm-hmm. and it sometimes play is stronger when an actor just worries about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They certainly shouldn't be worried about what everyone else is doing. No, um, and that can be a problem in many community theater productions. Mm-hmm. Where a more mature actor may take offense to anything that a young director may put forward. It's a defensive thing. And I'm old, folks, so. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> What's that, Sonny? <laughs> I meant bourbon. For those that don't know, oh. Bob and I are about the same age. So that's all. about about. Well, you are old. A boot. A boot. <laughs> We've had Tim Hortons. It's a boot. It's a boot. Um, and and for those of you who don't know, folks, I am really, really a lot younger. Yes. <laughs> Cut the tape. <laughs> Actually, Ron's our our youngest in this group. Yes, yes he is. We missed you, Ron. We miss, but you're still here. But you're still here. He's still here. Um, yeah, I like what you say because I think that I think that is a major could be a major problem. I've seen it in community theater, not necessarily Monroe, but I've seen it in other community theater where, yeah, you've got a young person who wants to direct, and they you know they get their cast, and and, uh, and I know of one in particular that she was great. She knew exactly what she was doing, but she was barely in her twenties, and she cast. All these people that were in their 40s and 50s, I mean, it was a show for old, 40s and 50s, and they came in, not all of them, but a few of them came in with a, oh, she can't tell me what to do because I've done it all and she's done nothing. When and, we and did that's this a, show back in 1962, yeah. we had two doors, and now you're saying there's going to be two doors. Why are there two doors? I'm, I've been watching Dave. He's like looking at us like, I don't know where I'm going oh, no. to drive this boat to next. He is leading us to the cliff so we can. <laughs> I'm directing. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> no, I, it's certainly, certainly it's a, a director, clap. regardless of age, needs to, because, you know, the professional theater, 
<laughs> age is irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and frankly, we as community theater, amateur theater, we should be giving the director the same respect regardless uh, of, of age as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I think you're right. There, there's a way. I know I've gone on the stage. I, I'll go on the stage, though. It's not necessarily the director I'll get upset with personally. Mm-hmm. But it'll be other actors and showing my ageism, sometimes the young folks the same. you know, you really should try this. And oh. it's like, you know, I was doing this before you were born. <laughs> Just move along. Yeah, I well, know. That's, that's a whole different issue. But yes, um, I know right a lot there. more about you than you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go ask your mother. Which is, which is true. Um, Shout out to your mom. In some cases, especially Shout in your, your community, the amateur theaters where, you know, little theater Sorry. groups where, where we may know more about them than they know that they think they know because likely their parents are acting alongside with us <laughs> yeah. or grandparents it's like i've heard about you all your life yeah i know more about you than you realize there was this one time in movie theater <laughs> <laughs> movie theater camp uh but yeah i i yeah yeah giving you out here uh, all right i'm right. mm. hearing out there but okay but for what we've got to work with that was a good out <laughs> so i can't disagree so again, with what you're saying so it's, again, a non, it's a non-starter of a question you're going to be having nasty people either as director or as a actor and you're going to have wonderful people as directors or they're wonderful as actors it depends on the person but and his, how they react to their situation yeah but i'm trying to get to something a little deeper it's like can can you tell a person, an actor who says, "I want to direct someday." At that point, do you, can you make a decision based on their personality type whether they're going to be a good director or not? I think you should study, read the read Uta Hagen, learn to be a good as good of an actor as you think you are. So, and but, but then that's what I'm go saying. into directing. Do, does being a good actor or having the personality type or the um, I'm losing words. My words now. I can't use my words. <laughs> use your words. Day. Um, having the disposition to be a good actor, though, you know, I I don't think it's an automatic translation. No, I I think in film and movies it's easier or television stuff because you they get, get to, other people to do the work and take they take the no, credit and money. You get to watch it again. And you yes. can go back and oh, fix anything true. that you yes. don't like. And you can look at the CGI. And well, and whereas I'll, on stage, you got one shot. Yeah, ultimately. and it's gone. And it's there's gone. always this saying, yeah. you know, hey, it's his show up until when the curtain goes up. Yeah. Then what the director says, don't make a hell of yeah. beans if there's no respect to actually do it. And even after all that rehearsal and stuff, I say one shot, but the reality is you're rehearsing the individual scenes. A director in theater has to take count beginning to end mm-hmm. whereas a director in movies particular they're doing it scene by scene by scene by scene and someone else is putting it together for them bit by bit you know there's a movie editor who's making things work so the film that the director thought he or she was directing mm-hmm. may not be the film that actually ends up on the screen otherwise known as wonder woman 88 i hope to god <laughs> no it was 84 was it 84? Yes, yeah, sadly. It was the year I graduated. I thought after I watched I it, I could so you couldn't move that. that up to 85 for me, please. Yeah. You've been besmirched. I know. But but on the stage, it's all out there. Yeah. You know, whatever you've put together, it's there. Right. Um, and you as a director take, a, I think, a le- higher level of uh, responsibility for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if uh, if I'd say that I think actors, I think whatever type actor, personality-wise, um, I, I do think that, uh, I think more actors, ooh, do I say this? I think more actors will make better directors than directors could make actors yeah. on a whole, on a whole. Because they're, or in a whole. if you're an actor and you've got thick enough skin to take the studio system telling you you need to shave your nose you need to remove your eyebrow let's get you some peck implants let's take care of your calves they are their bodies are their commodity and that's genetic can't change that except under the surgeon's knife 
Would a director type be willing to do that? <laughs> well, let's let's bring it back to our level again. Okay. I, I have yet to ask anyone to have pec implants to be in one of my shows as a community theater director. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> they were too much. You're on the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> but again, I, I think Hollywood is a different beast in that sense because, again, you're right. Their body is their commodity. They're looking for a specific type. Nobody... <laughs> <laughs> How do I be nice about this? Oh, it's me. Just go. I will occasionally. Well, it's everyone else who might. Oh, the other forty. The other forty-two. The other people forty people that might be listening. <laughs> Everybody in the forty-two, turn your sound hey, down. You don't. No. <laughs> no. No. Keep, keep listening. Keep listening to the end. The question's but, coming up. But, you got to listen for the question. Okay, we're listening for the question. <laughs> um, we do this with love, folks. We do this with love. Dave is really missing Ron right about now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> He's got Abner Costello. He doesn't have. I, I've made the. Yeah, I've made, it's a three Stooges minus two of the Stooges. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Ow! I have. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back after um, these messages. It, it, maybe it is for the people in this room as well. But I've taken. To noticing, and it's because, and I'll be honest, I'm going to Hollywood for a minute. It's because of Ghost. Oh yeah, Ghost. Television, which series. is made in BBC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and on TV, brilliant. Okay. And oh yeah, great show. You watch the CBS version, and if you watch the BBC version, you can't help but notice that the CBS <coughs> folks are prettier than the BBC folks. Oh yes. What I've also noticed, sorry everybody, but when I'm in a group of people, as a rule, none of us are really good looking. Um, you go to Hollywood and watch a movie, everybody's good looking. Oh, yeah. You go to McDonald's. Um, so to your point, you know, they trade in their bodies, um, their good looks and stuff. There are people, you know, I have no illusions that if I were to go to Hollywood, I would walk in and people would say, yeah, there's our next leading man because, you know, we need more regular guys on the screen. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not that's, happening. Yeah, that's not going to work. Um, it being beautiful gets you the It's a in. job requisite. I think for to that a degree, character. that's probably true on Broadway as well. But for us in community to theater, when you start looking at our shows compared to a Broadway or professional show, remember when we talked about Come From Away? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, was just, one of the I was things just that thinking. struck us. Yeah. yeah. They're normal, they're they normal look like looking normal people. people. Yeah. yeah. They're not all pretty and right. skinny. Um, and So, so. <laughs> So take the, so if we take the inherent beautiful people out of it, and not to say that everyone in community theater is ugly, <laughs> but as a rule, we are average folks. There are just more of us. Um, mm -hmm. you know, there are, yes, yes, Bob, more of us in terms of weight. <laughs> um, he, you can't see him broadly expressing his yes, hand yes. gestures around the waist. All right, and let me get you out of this i think i don't think i'm in it yet okay <laughs> all right go ahead okay go ahead give me out but but uh, as a director you're giving of your time and your talent and that is more if not better than just being a pretty face you know your craft you're pulling on your experience as a director or what you think is your experience to build a better director in yourself. And that takes time, and that's what the salaries should reflect. Peter Bogdanovich, directed film, should be he should be making a heck of a lot more money than the guy that the guys, the Zuckerberg brothers, do for Scary Movie 4. Okay. That's but, all, folks. But, but to get to my original point, that That's the, fine. the personality again. So going back to the theater level, you know, what type of personality is what you know your disposition? I think has may play a big part in whether you'll be a successful director or not. If you if mm -hmm. you are going into act, if you're going into directing because you want control, 
I think ultimately you're not or going into directing. If you're an actor who says, oh, this is the way everybody should do it, so I'm going to be a director to make sure that everybody does it my way, I think you're doomed to failure because ultimately a director has to go in with the attitude. It's like, okay, team, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to do this? Yeah. Not that, not that the director... Here's my suggestion. The director's more like a coach right. than like a star. Okay, now here's a good question. Okay, so let me ask you this then, because uh, we, we've just said earlier the director has the vision, and he's got a... And he has to be able to communicate that vision. Right. Or she. Or, or she, she. Or she. I mean, or they. Don't matter. I'm using the royal he. Yeah. Um, but so if you if, if if a director comes in with that vision and says this is what I see, then in a way they have already done that. I'm in control because this is where we're, this is where we're going to start. This is where I want to see us end. Right. But, but it was amazing, folks. It was right on the downbeat. <laughs> but a good good director will say now. How do we all get there? Right. Yes. But I think a good director will also say, oops, obviously this way isn't going to work. I need to change it a little. Oh, sure. And because a good director being a collaborative person working with everybody, Mm -hmm. because remember, you're saying, okay, you get to do my set design. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're going to reject everything that the set designer brings you, you've gotten into that controlling mode. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to say, here's what I'm looking for. And then the set designer can come back and say, here's what I think might work. And mm-hmm. you have to compromise. You have to begin to, begin to collaborate. Sure. So I'm saying the vision the director may lay out at the beginning of a production may not completely resemble what you have at the end. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Because, and a good because again, other people are coming in. Right. Whereas an actor can go into it with the attitude, it's like, here's how I'm going to do it. Hopefully they develop it their character as they're going along the rehearsal process. Mm-hmm. But ultimately they don't have to collaborate with anybody to do that. I, I, the director is going to try to get them to go in different directions. And the producer is going to want to keep costs down. So not too many. One would hope. Mm. One. Never mind. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I had to, sorry. I had to make my caddy remark. Sorry. But I do, I, but I do think, if the actor deals with anyone, it would be the director because the actor does. I do think the actor and the director have to be on the same page. When, and again, the, the director part. chose that actor thinking that they can carry out the vision. Right. And But again, a really, really good director, and talking with your, with your point, agreeing with your point, should be able to look at someone and say, okay, this is the way I see this character. This is what I want. They give it, the actor gives it, but then as the rehearsal procedure goes on and the character is becoming more developed, the actor takes it off in just a slightly different direction. A good director can sit back and go, that's actually better than what I was thinking. Let's go with it. Well, again, a good director has to be collaborative and by nature want to work with a team. Yeah. And and that's why I'm getting at what's the nature. I think the nature of the person reflects whether they're going to be a good director or actor. Yeah. It, Which does make me wonder, does, are, can actors be good directors? Because actors are a real whole. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah, we're, we're all actors myself. and we're all directors, so I guess we have to, <laughs> <laughs> in this room, so I guess we'll have to decide. Um, and, and I'm hoping that cat remark counts as a cat reference, a cat's reference. So I did a meow. Yeah, okay. Let me make a note. <laughs> <laughs> it was on episode 14 when it was first introduced. <laughs> God, I loved episode 14. It was our best. Wasn't it great? It was. It was when great. Stan Lee came down from heaven. It was the only episode where we never mentioned Annie and my role and Daddy Warbucks playing that twice. It was also the only episode that we didn't mention episode 14. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now we're just talking out of our you-know-whats, folks. Yes. So, um, But no. Which we're actors, so. So, so again, <laughs> actors, if I were to look around this room, I would say, well, yes, actors can obviously be great directors. Well, number one, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I knew there was a setup. If it, if, but I don't think. I think just because you're a good actor, I don't think you should presume you'd be a good director. No, no. And and I think that that's where the trick comes in. Yeah. Now, having said this, I don't want to scare people off from being directors. 
because, for example, in our group, we need more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, without it, you know, you can't just, contrary to popular belief of some actors, you can't just throw a script and an actress together and say, go do this right. and have it come together. There needs to be that guiding presence of the director. Right. And Bob's just thinking, he's got this odd smirk I'm on his face. I'm thinking about lawsuits. So I'm being quiet. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know but if any I do lawyers think, listen to the show. I do think, especially on the community on the community um, level, no one should expect a director, any director, whether it be their first time or their fifth time, to be amazing, an amazing director. And I think I, I said this in episode 23. Um, not 14, I said this in episode 23. A really good director will take and notice and see every mistake they've made, learn from it, and build off of that the next time they direct. Won't a good actor do the same thing? Well, you would hope, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, yes. Um, But I'm just saying, on a community level... If you want to direct, don't, yes, and you're right, don't just direct because I think the way I direct is the way everyone should direct, and I'm going to prove it to everyone and have complete control, and wah-ha-ha-ha, I'm Mr. Burns. But at the same time, realize with community theater that I, I don't know why you two are looking at each other, but okay. Um, but we make, we miss you, Hank Azaria. Anyway, um, no, not Hank Azaria. Who does Mr. Burns? I don't know, but my goodness. I know I, I went off on a tangent, didn't I? Well, one, I, I think it's not Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer is, yes. Yes. Two. No, I just mean personally. He hasn't I called do. me in forever. I don't think that's how Mr. Burns laughs. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it's not. Excellent. Excellent. But anyway, um, but on a community level, I, I don't, I think the expectation. Maybe in Latin America. I think the expectation, expectation of director's. Maybe a little bit lower. Yeah. Or maybe should be a little bit lower. What? You're going to put up with a cast. Did I just call water wet? Is yes. that what? Okay. Yeah. I just called water wet. Ladies and gentlemen, I called water wet. Well, That's a wonderful yeah, well, phrase. I, and, but that, that could lead us into another topic for another episode. Is, is should the expectations be lower? Uh, uh, directing to me is directing. I mean... Granted, production values are almost always going to be lower in your local community theater. That's just a reality. We don't have millions and millions of dollars to spend. Right. Um, though I have seen some groups do amazing stuff with very little. Mm-hmm. Um, very supportive grandparents. Players did knock up in Escanaba for one act fest came in with steel girders. <laughs> Seriously. And they, they were almost welding on stage. They, it, <sighs> it, was, it was just amazing. Wow. It was unintelligible, but the set was phenomenal. Yeah. But you couldn't understand a word of the German being yelled at on stage between the four characters. Really? It was a... Yeah. And it won everything. Really? Because they showed up, and this is where my theory of... showed up? It's... It's basically, no matter what you do and what you put on stage on the first night of a competition, will be, will be forgotten by the end of the convention. Hmm. That's me, my that. theory, that's <laughs> mine alone. I can see that. Not, not the opinion of uh, the rest of us, but Monroe community players. But, but <laughs> I, I know what he's saying, because that's like, you can see that in Oscar nominations. They're, they're, yeah. you, know, you can see great movies at, at right before after the Oscars are done, and by the time we get to the next Oscars, those people will be forgotten. Yes. Yeah. You know. Otherwise known as Wonder Woman 88. 84. 84. 84. 88 was forgotten because it was never made. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's a Lucy Lou production. Lucy Lou production? Okay. Catch it? You caught it. I caught it. I caught oh, it. I got that. That's yeah. good. Okay, good. Bill Murray caught it, too. But um, bump. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's, what's that's an old joke. That's, that's, that's no joke. That's not even a joke. That's that's horrible. Okay. 
<laughs> You're really missing Ron, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> Ron, you are the glue that holds us together. Obviously. <laughs> um, I, you, you won't know it until episode 26, but <laughs> we don't say that on <laughs> Yeah. You are the glue. We miss you, Ron. Yeah, so, okay, so the conversation didn't go the way I want, but being a, I'm such a collaborative guy, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what were you, let me ask you, what were you... What were you seeing the the end of this discussion being? Uh, total agreement with me that an actor is a solitary person and, and they, a director is a See, if you a, tell a, us a your expectations player. first. <laughs> tell us before we turn the mics on. But, 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 I, but I do think pers- basic personality, desire is one thing, but I think your basic personality is, is also some indication. And I guess the point is, if you're not ready to collaborate, you're not ready to work with a team, you're not ready to take um, sometimes no for an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when you discover that this character can't physically do this thing that you thought this character had to do, um, that the actor can't do it, for example, you know, and, and ready to adapt, you've got under you've got to be you're not going to make a good director. Right. If if you are an actor and you're not willing to do some self introspection, some looking inside yourself and trying to figure out how to play a character the best way, but you're more concerned with about how other actors are working around you which we have all seen on stage, it's like, oh, honey, you can't go this way because that's my spot and you need to move over there. Yeah, but the director told me, I don't care what the director told me, you're going to do it this way. Oh, yeah. Unless there's a plant involved. Unless there's a plant involved. And we'd need a physical leafy foliage, not not a person who's there to applaud. Right, yeah, not that kind of plant. (laughs) Um, You know, but we have heard all that too. Mm -hmm. Um, Then maybe you should be more concerned about directing. Um, (laughs) And likewise, I think a stage manager, for example, should hopefully your best stage managers have no desire whatsoever to ever be on stage. They have no desire to actually direct. They just want to see things run the way they're supposed to according to plan. Mm -hmm. And they know that plan and they know how to do it. And their job is to make sure that this plan works. Mm -hmm. A director develops that plan. An actor helps follow out their part of the plan. Um, And a stage manager. So you're looking for emotionally damaged people. For actors. Yeah. Yeah, I can deal with course. that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the more the more fractured their tormented souls are, the better. How many personalities do we have? Seven. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. This is for ten and up. Yeah, we only, we <laughs> only need, we only need three of those personalities yeah. today. No, no. Put the purple gray on away. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, and, and I was thinking we might even get into you know what other type. You know, why does someone want to be a props person, for example? Maybe it's because yeah. you like doing the hunt and search for those elusive yeah. pieces. Yeah. If there you're good at like finding that. these different things, I've seen our best prop people oh, get, yeah. get excited when they find just the perfect vase to go on the on the table. And yeah. you go, yeah. why did you, we have 10 vases right here which look exactly like this one? That wasn't the perfect one. That wasn't the one. Yeah, so, I didn't so spend the $30 type, on. If you're the type that likes to do home design, home decorating, you're probably actually pretty good to be a set dresser. Those lights are too busy, though. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of lights, totally tangent, you should have seen the LED lights that Gross Point has for their little portable theater setup. Yeah. Half the size, a quarter of the size of anything we have. They change colors. They're wonderful. And I don't know how much money they cost, but it's time to do a fundraiser to get some LED lights. Uh, all right, this Works for me. Actually, they are great. Actually, this is oh, one thing. They're about this thick. Wow. Holy crap. Yes. The money that we I raised. Was indicating about. I'm going to save this till after we're off the air. Seven inches. Okay. But the, but the um, sorry, folks, I got a little sidetracked. But the um, uh, now that'd be something as we talked about in our last episode, uh, doing uh, talking about fundraisers, uh, the doing something like the uh the the uh, reading theater readers theater or um the idea that i mentioned in the last episode about a uh, a spoof off of a game show like match game or or uh, that's sort of, those to me are i would consider fundraisers because you're not putting a lot of money into it but you're getting a lot of money so that we can have those leds that are seven inches they're not that expensive Mm-mm. We're talking no? probably like three thousand dollars to outfit us mm-hmm. for one. No, no, no for the control <laughs> for, the, for the control board and three. Uh, yeah, but three thousand dollars when you have a water bill that's 
is being two thirds of that. Being cons- well, yeah, that is we being love contested. you, Ron. <laughs> I'm going to break in, and I'm just curious. We did make money off of the um, murder mystery, right? I don't know. Okay. Which we discussed back in episode twenty-five. If you if you haven't gone to listen to it, you should go listen to it. Yeah, this is almost <laughs> like is. a continuation of twenty-five. Actually. It is part two of twenty-five. It's probably because of the way we record these. <laughs> wow, I don't know what he's talking about. No idea. <laughs> yes, we. It's a completely different day. It is not May 9th. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I guess episode twenty-three is when we talked about fundraising too. So. Were we dedicating hmm? those funds towards what? the curtain or for the lighting? For everything. Um, first, we I think we need the basics. Which so, if, if you're going to give to players, we need a curtain, <laughs> um, and frankly, uh, some new stage or at least paint to go on the stage to meet the fire marshal's uh, requirements. Um, because I think we should revisit that again and go back to the idea of taking those old platforms out and building them, but making sure they're coated with the fire retardant paint. <laughs> Um, just so we can have some semblance of a permanent stage in that okay. new space. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought after watching this 10-minute uh, play festival in Gross Point, see episode 20, or listen to episode 25, um, because that was a nice thing. Is they Basically, that's what they did. They built a little stage, just like, like we have done. Um, um, but, but, you know, we just we won't have to keep moving it. So. You know, was okay. Gross Point the one that had the high school attached to it? No. Okay, because they also had basically four iPads and LED lighting all over that they set up. That was at the festival. I think that was uh, that was a group out of Bay City. Bay City. That's yes, it was Bay City. Yeah, and they were using that. This what that, that was probably about almost ten years at least. At least two cycles ago, so yeah. maybe four or five years at least. Um, hmm. They did Hamlet. It was a cutting of Hamlet. It was quite interesting. Quite very good, actually. Yes, it was. Um, but not for a community theater festival. It was should have been done in a high school setting. Yes, yeah. well, was a high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, which my, again, first, my my thoughts. Well, and that's another thing with the whole festivals. Those, maybe we should do a whole show on festivals someday, just so people have an idea. Um, Don't have pizza for the nuns. You laugh now. Words to live by. <laughs> He's going back to 1999, I think. So. Nonsense? No, a uh, festival we hosted here in Monroe. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway. Got to hear that story um, someday. Well, I'm surprised you haven't already. So. <laughs> um, so, so again, with my original premise was, was just the personality. Different personality types lead to different types of jobs that need to be done in the theater. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody else has their own uh, attitudes or ideas about what can be done. And, and I'm not saying a good actor can't be a good director and vice versa. I'm just saying I think that you got to be prepared that it's a different mindset. Oh, yeah. It's a different beast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, like I say, I, I've, uh, we have, I've seen people who are actually very good directing, and then you put them on stage, it's like they've never seen anybody act before <laughs> when when you know based on their directing history they've done nothing but watch people act right um, there's right. a reason that they were not on stage <laughs> yeah what's the phrase those who can't teach those who can do those who can't teach those that can't teach administrate that's why i'm president of the group <laughs> <laughs> slammed into the dirt right up there to administrate so <laughs> That was self-depreciating. You, yes, it was. It was a, no, it's fine. You, you, sir, are an administrator. Thank you. Sometimes I have to, uh, I have to hide my brilliance <laughs> <laughs> to be like the rest of you. He does shine. Oh, he I shines think, brightly, I think we folks. Need to he this. shines we brightly. We need to do Did, this this whole episode again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to edit it out and, um, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know how well Hi, welcome I to know. the group. <laughs> well, I think we're just going to edit that out. <laughs> I don't know how many times I hear, yeah, edit that out, Brian. And then we go, I never heard one edit. <laughs> I have edited. He has. I have edited. He has. Okay. He has. Just, I, but I don't edit. I do not edit a lot. You do it so well that I don't hear it. There you go. Um, no, I, I don't do a lot because I just think we're brilliant. Well, and you're not wrong. <laughs> so I was like, nope, I so, liked it. So nope, there we like have it. it, folks. We jumped the shark today. We started just getting into a glowing. I think up. we filleted the shark today. <laughs> it's just, on the menu board. 
We've just, just gone to that spot where we're now we're just going to spend the next hour talking about how wonderful we are. Yeah. Um, maybe we can talk about favorite shows we've directed. You know, oddly enough, <laughs> though I have played Daddy Warbucks twice, <laughs> I've never directed Annie. You've never directed Annie? You've never directed Annie? Maybe it's about time. There's only one problem with Annie. You need to be down. You, you, you need a staircase. All those little girls. Oh, all those little girls. And okay. oh, their mothers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you, you need somebody as good as to be to be uh, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Though I've been told I actually work well with children. Um, I can see that. I, it's a struggle. 350 per pound. Here. See, I... I <laughs> 350 Bob, degrees Bob is, per pound. Bob works very well with children, too. I do. I tell them which door not to go through. And like little lemmings, they go through it. <laughs> I've never had the honor of, uh, as far as I know, of uh, having to direct children in a show. It's, it's a different privilege. beast. Oh, I'm sure. Um, one, because you have to be more cognizant. Well, I shouldn't say that. <sighs> We're running out of time. So directing children may be a whole other topic. Because the... Uh, Sometimes the children are more adult than the adults. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. But I think you just have to treat the children like you treat everybody. Just treat the children like people, Mm -hmm. and I think you uh, go a long ways. Yes. But just remember, they're people that you can't really yell at. (laughs) Yeah. So that means you choose your words more carefully. Actually, I liked what we learned from Carol, that children do not respect respectability. Be weird. Don't say anything. Stare at them. Make them unsettling. Go up to them and just stare at them. They don't care. Don't try this outside of the theater. Threats threats don't make a difference to them. I'm going to Kroger's and see if this works. I'm saying it's Carol's thing. No. Yes, I, I know what you're saying, and, but let, everybody out there needs to know Carol. Carol um, was a it's teacher to a junior joke, high guys. students, yeah. too. Well, in junior high students, I yeah, I <laughs> oh. will take young ones over middle school and junior high any day. Yes. Yeah, or high school. I'll take the young ones, I'll take the high schoolers. Those middle schoolers. Not that we're, you know, any middle schooler out there listening, we love you. Yes, but please keep listening until, and come try it when you're a high schooler. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, middle schoolers, man, those junior highers. Woo. That was a weird that's a weird time. Life well, is not glee. Yeah. Well, and it's just that, you know, they're going through so many changes on their own that um You mean switching from TikTok back to <laughs> back to Instagram or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Remember what Peter Brady always said? <laughs> when it's time to change, then it's time yeah. to change. Yeah. But no, I mean every age has its challenges. Um <laughs> You know, senior citizens are can be challenging in their own way too, but mostly because it's like turn your hearing on, <laughs> turn it up. Who, Don't not too high. You're getting feedback now. <laughs> who, who was the gentleman? And I adored him when we I'm did. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, folks. When we did, uh, I'm no, kidding. For the folks that couldn't, hear. I think they can hear you. <laughs> I think they can hear you now. Who was the gentleman who played uh, the burglar when we did Noises Off? Oh, um, Harry. No, no. Mm-hmm. I want to say La something was the last name. Lafram Gray. That was his last name. Yeah. Lef- Lef- I want to say Harry. Oh, wonderful gentleman. What was He was a great gentleman. but I don't, I, think, I don't think it was Harry. Yeah, that doesn't ring a bell, but I don't know. But I just remember that last name a little bit. I want to say so it's funny. an H name. But he was a senior who, who was a pleasure to work with, but at the same time. Harvey. 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 And he was an H. Yeah. But um, but it was funny because he was one of those seniors that because in the show it, I think he had to pretend like he was hard of hearing, but I don't think he was pretending. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. But he he was, God bless him. He was a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Did several shows with us, but but yeah, great. great off, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, I creeped. <laughs> yeah, oh, I just remember. I don't know who was our director was uh, Vicky. Um, Shout out to Vicky, but uh, yeah, I remember a few times when you know he'd do his role and he oh. couldn't hear, and then Vicky'd say, "Can we do it again?" And he'd look at her and go, "What?" And I'm like, "Okay, are we still in character?" I don't, I don't know anymore. I oh. just had a sad thought. Oh, he remember who he played opposite with when that one scene that they had to do? Yeah, 
um, Brian Welch, a dear friend. Yeah. Um, they're both gone now. Yeah, they are both gone. Yeah. One made it a lot farther than the other. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, thanks for bringing us put, down at the very just end. Just bring it down, but, but what a great memory. Because I, I just had the vision of both of them creeping through that window together. Yeah, in, in unison, they did such a good job. It was they just did. so funny. They were both, they're both consummate actors. And yes. that's that's why they could pull that off. Yeah. That's for them. So, remember your legacy, no matter how short or long it may be. You'll, you'll leave, hopefully, you're leaving some pleasure behind. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sounds vaguely odd. Um, I probably need a drink now. No. Well, you just had coffee, so that's good. We're, we're, we're coming down from the caffeine high. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's a problem. Okay. Boy. Um, you know, I never know how these episodes go and, and whether they're good or bad until we actually listen to them. But um, it's always a pleasure to, to do this. But I think, yeah, it's time to wrap it up. Now, oh, yeah. Now that yeah. I uh, uh, brought us to that one. So... <laughs> So uh, we'll see. It's a bit, so again, as usual, we're about out of time for this episode. Hopefully, we'll see you at episode number twenty-seven coming up um, with whatever exciting uh, thing we'll come up with. And I haven't asked my question yet. That's right. Mm-mm. I'd like to thank all of you who are listening in. As we appreciate each and every one of you. Certainly, would love to hear from some more people. Uh, check out Monroe Community Players on our Facebook page at the website, uh, the Groupies Facebook page under Monroe Community Players Podcast, featuring the Green Room Groupies. Uh, email us with your comments, your thoughts about this or any other episode. Monroe Community Players at yahoo.com. Lawsuits may be sent there as well. <laughs> and be sure to let us know if it's okay to read oh, your email it. on it's the podcast. And so. Here is our question for this episode. As you know, we've gotten into the habit of doing this. It's a big drum roll here. Other than acting, other than acting, other than acting, which means I don't want to hear about acting. What, what are you saying? What is your favorite role in theater? Poppy seed. I love acting. <laughs> I, I know that a lot of people like to do acting, but every when we talked before, actors, we know you're out there. Thank you. See you at auditions. So the Art and Business of Community Theater has been a production of Monroe Community Players and was recorded high atop the Benish Building at the Monroe Public Access Cable Television Podcast Studios, also known as Impact, in beautiful downtown Monroe, Michigan. We are the groupies. We will see you later in the green room. Where's my bourbon? Where you usually keep it right there in that flask. Well, goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven.